Welcome to a very special episode of uh, Level Up and Friends. I think this is going to be the first episode of a sub-series I'm doing called Q&A, where I get a couple of uh, different people from the LGBTQ plus uh, community, and we discuss uh, various issues uh, facing their different orientations. Um, And since it's the first one, we figured might as well go with, uh, you know, the the, some of the in-house uh, queerness that we have. Um, I'm your host. Uh, this Well, for this episode, we're going to talk about uh, the asexuality spectrum, which, as I discovered myself, uh, I didn't realize was a spectrum. And once I did, my life started making a lot more sense. Um, but I'm going to be your host this episode. Um, I'm Scott, and I'm demi-romantic asexual. And with me, I've got uh, Becca. Hi, I'm Becca. I'm asexual i guess i'm pan romantic but i never really thought too much into it yeah and then we've also got alex hi yeah um i'm asexual pan romantic pretty much too like get the flag i'm already <laughs> okay so we we're gonna have we're so we, we, between the three of us like we don't represent everything um on the spectrum but we do have different experiences and how uh, uh, we feel attraction for different people. Um, Cause one thing that I learned, uh, cause you know, uh, growing up, like I heard about gay and lesbian and that was kind of it. And then occasionally hear people talk about being bi. Um, but for a long time, like I didn't know this was a way you can be. Uh, and I kind of had a really miserable experience <laughs> growing up because of it. Um, cause I didn't understand how I was feeling attraction to people and I couldn't, I don't know if it's a little bit different uh, for boys growing up, uh, you know, when you're a teenager with like societal pressures on you to like be with women and, and have sex and like not kind of lie about a lot of it, uh, you know, yeah, like the social norm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think um, it's easier being female just cause you're assumed to not have that libido all the same. So yeah. it's, you're like, ah, I don't want it. It's, it's everybody's like, eh, you're a woman. Well, part of what made it confusing for me is like, I am one that does have a libido so I kind of don't really know. I just kind of was like have this pent up energy and like have nothing to like do with it. Um, so that was always real frustrating. But um, I just, it's something like, I remember, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of these were lies growing up that, you know, but you hear other people talking about uh, getting with people in, in different ways. Don't worry, this is going to be rated 18 plus. Um, <laughs> so we can discuss, get okay. discuss things really. <laughs> This will probably be the least sexy episode of Q and Gay, um, but uh, you know, so, Man, like, but I remember, here. but that I remember it's going to be really sexy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it is hot, but that's because it's a thousand degrees in my house. Yeah. Um, but you know, you hear people talking about like, oh, going down on people and stuff. I'm like, even at the time, I was like, that sounds fucking disgusting. Uh, why would yeah. you want to do that? Um, but at the time, like, I didn't really. I just thought I was not into that as much. But it wasn't until like much later, and by much later, I mean a couple of years ago, uh, I started hearing more about it. It was when uh, the Archie stuff got rebooted and Jughead, Jughead came out officially as asexual. And I was like, I heard about that. And I was, but I, my brain was like, it's an on-off thing. You're either ace or you're not. And because I, had, I do feel attraction for people, um, but how it works for me since I'm Demi is uh, basically I've been attracted to personality. So... I kind of get a crush on every single friend that I have. And once I realized taking sex out of it, that those feelings also apply to male friends and trans friends and stuff like that. I'm like, Oh, okay. Now this kind of makes a lot more sense uh, with how my life kind of worked out. So I don't know if you guys have had similar 
uh, experiences, uh, you know, growing up? Um, mine was uh, pretty much like um, everybody was pretty much in high school. I just said I was straight. It didn't matter if I felt away or something. I just didn't want to get bullied. I wasn't in a good school. Yeah. So, you know, like, but everybody always asked me if I was um, gay or bi. That's it. They never assumed I was straight. And um, mainly because, like, um, I, to everybody, I came off very uh, tomboyish. And um, later I kind of, realized I was a little more gender fluent or um, non-binary and stuff. And like, um, and the thing is like, I just thought, you know, I just was in a horrible school that there's no one I could be attracted to here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all rednecks. And, um, but uh, then like stuff came out, people saying like, um, like uh what you know certain sexualities were what and i was like wait that's not how everybody feels and i just thought like why would i be any different than everybody else so i just thought everybody felt the same way as i did except guys like to be some some of the guys i went with like to be a bit creepy so (laughs) well we work with the public i've seen creepy guys yeah (laughs) Uh, <laughs> yeah. but how about you becca uh yeah i mean i've always been my my school had a pretty big um like lgbt like community and we actually had like uh, clubs and stuff and i hung out in that group of people a lot and um yeah i mean it's just something you don't think about like you're in high school and like every like all the media is just like you know you're gonna get a crush you're gonna find a boy you're gonna like whatever and it, like i mean it it kind of happened because it's where I did meet my husband, which is another story, but it was something that I struggled with then. And then being in the community and just continually being there, like asexuals came up and like memes would come up on the online. It would just be like, who needs sex? I want pizza. And it's like, like ha <laughs> Yeah. Cause I, I always used to say, uh, that's so funny. And then I started following that stuff and then it like clicked. Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, there's always that phrase, there's no such thing as bad sex and bad pizza. And I always vehemently disagreed on both ends of it. Because <laughs> um, I've had some bad fucking pizza in my life. Um, uh-huh. Yes. Uh, but no, like I've, you know, I've had girlfriends and stuff. Because I'm generally, I lean more towards women. But I think just because I generally get along more. Like I have more female friends and stuff as an adult. I, I think I just always kind of got along more with women for whatever reason. But um. So because of that, like I've, I've had, I've gone on dates, I've had, I've had girlfriends and stuff, but like whenever we'd get to like the sexual stage of the relationship uh, without getting into too many details, that's kind of when that would start petering out and I would kind of like run away and like not know why and be really ashamed. And now that I do, like when I do date people now, I, like, I can be upfront about that. I'm like, Hey, you know, like, listen, this isn't something I'm into. I used to think when I first was starting to become ace or first realizing I was ace, not becoming it, but uh, when I was, I'll start the label is starting to fit because there's some people that are like, you know, I only experience sexual attraction. Like only when I meet like my soulmate or someone I have a real deep connection with, I kind of held out hope that uh, maybe that would be the case for me. And like, I've kind of realized that's not, that's not the case for me and that's fine. Um, but like, since I, I normally don't like labels in general, but like 
my sexuality one like works for me it gives me a lot of comfort like i used to be really like sad and miserable that like uh, i can't get with anyone i'm just gonna die alone now that i've come to terms with like a lot of people kind of experience this as well i'm like oh yeah i kind of don't care like eh, i don't really want to date people i have enough people i know stuff like that so i, I that used to be something i was much more self-conscious about i've got a lot of other anxiety issues but this is no longer one of them <laughs> um, this off the list <laughs> yeah and and i don't know for me that's been uh helpful i don't know if that's been universal uh for you guys um yeah definitely been uh helpful for me because um you know it's one of those things that like girls um are expected to you know have kids you know get married whichever way happens <laughs> um and like have a family and all that and um it kind of put pressure on you to do all that and especially like since i'm the only girl in my fam in my you know family as in i have two older brothers that's it and then i'm the youngest um my mom wants me to you know go a certain way like be happy have like the same thing she did and it's not necessarily you know like put you know pushing me around and stuff she just wants me to be happy and you know she's a good mom but this is this might be out of her like understanding sometimes but she's gotten better you know yeah, I, I definitely uh, had experience with that once I came out I came out in like waves and my family was the second to last one before I just posted it on social media um but like i sometimes my dad my parents have been very supportive but sometimes my dad will make a comment about it like how he doesn't get it or some something like that but um i don't know uh, have you had a similar experience uh becca i have funny enough i'm not i'm not even like technically out to my parents because like it's one of those things i just it's me and if it comes up i guess i can like say something but it's i don't know like labels are weird Mm-hmm. you know and it's like asexual just happens to fit that like ah, i fit i check most of these boxes so yeah i guess it is a label that i can take on but like yeah like even like where i'm like i guess i'm pan romantic like most of the time it's just like i like that person it's like yeah you don't know yeah, yeah. And i was stuff. about to say well you're in a unique position at least amongst the three of us and that uh you're married and yeah. as long as i've known you, you've been with the same person so yes. I remember when I came out, you were one of the first people I came out to. Um, we were we were at dinner. It was you, me, and Jess from the store, and like I we had a meeting that night, and I was like, I, I had feeling really anxious because it was the day first I kind of came to terms with that, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I even feel like going out, but I told you guys, and I was like, oh yeah, I fall on the spectrum. And you're like, oh sweet, so do I, and then we high fived, um, and I was like, yeah. because you had been with with your husband, it's not for the entire million years i've known you i never even would have thought i was like oh yeah they're just straight because they're whatever no. they're a traditional heteronormative couple um but yeah, like, i mean so so i guess you being out it's not even a big deal if it does it's like one of those things like because i'm i'm also like you know i'm gonna brag i'm also yeah. like a vegetarian but it's like one of those things where i just don't like unless you really need to know the information or like I really feel like I need to tell you the information and it would be helpful to you a lot of times I just don't like giving out information about myself about labels about like what I eat if so on so like it's not something I generally divulge unless the situation requires it 
Well, thank you for joining us for this episode because this will be a big coming out speech. Um, no, no, I I actually forgot you were a vegetarian. Yeah, it's just one of those, like I don't like I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like I try not to just be like make way for me, but it's like oh, I'm coming over. It's like hey, like maybe make something without me or I'll eat potatoes. I think please have those. I think part of it's because we've been in this uh, disease apocalypse for so long that I haven't hung out with anyone in the better part of a year. Um, but no, 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 that, that's good to know. Um, and like I said, so there's, 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 you know, it's a spectrum. And once I realized that it was really the episode in BoJack Horseman where uh, Todd comes out as ace and goes to a meeting and they're like other people meets other people and they kind of explain the different things. I remember watching the episode and be like, oh my God, I think this is what I am. Because <laughs> uh, everything they were saying just started making a lot more sense. So that was a bit of a confusing time. And for me, it was still kind of coming to terms with myself in waves because uh, first I was like well I'm heteromantic again because I've only really dated women at that point um, and then realizing more about you know my I, I have had similar feelings for men and have continued to have similar feelings uh, but unless I kind of know the other guy is like bi or, or gay or anything I don't bring it up um, mm. but I generally don't bring like I said I kind of get a crush on everybody which is like my curse for it um, <laughs> But uh, like I like the way I, my joke for it is I'm looking for friends with benefits. Is those benefits include dental? Um, so that's, <laughs> that's essentially what I'm looking for in a relationship. Is just I want us to skip past getting to know each other and just go right to that comfortable rut where we just like watch TV and don't do anything else. Uh, <laughs> super boring and not very exciting for most people because uh, I don't. Bring, <laughs> it's not like Definition. I bring money. It's not like I bring money to the table. And you cannot have sex. Oh, even better. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I don't know if there's anything particular you, like you'd be looking for in, say, a partner, uh, Alex. Um, well, like, uh, I've kind of, like, I've dated some people, and, like, I never really got into a relationship because just, I, it just didn't connect, and, like, this one person I went out with, um, it was so complicated and she became like, it, it became like a toxic relationship instantly. Yeah. It wasn't, we weren't having sex or anything, but like she was very controlling. And um, I, I was kind of like, oh, didn't want to involve people, be involved with them for a while. But I guess like the ideal person to go out with would probably be the same thing like just chill out just have a good time probably somebody like just to get me out of the house because I can stay inside the house all the time and I'm like that that's probably not good for me um yeah your muscles will atrophy yeah (laughs) (laughs) and like um but like yeah, like, because, um, like, that's the one thing that kind of complements my parents. That's what I kind of, like, see as a good couple because um, they, one is really good at making loads of friends and one is really responsible and, you know, like, they help each other out. So I guess it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I... I don't think I get in trouble enough, so. <laughs> but it's hard to say for me because 
I always said to my uh, brother when he, him and his uh, girlfriend asked me, like, if I would ever go out with somebody, I'm like, whatever happens, happens, you know. Yeah. If I meet somebody. <laughs> yeah, like, obviously, I'm not asking you the same question, Becca, because you've been with Brian for over 10 years. Uh, so I assume that he's what you were looking for in a person. Yeah, I feel like it's just one because I didn't know it was Ace before dating Brian, and it was one of those things where we just mutually wanted to date. But um, it, we kind of like became best friends first, which I think helped a lot with it. And then mm-hmm. being able to have that open channel of just communication with how I was, you know, not changing, but figuring out who I was and why there were certain things I didn't want to do, like yeah. really helped out with it. And then, yeah, the fact that we're now just good friends who are married. And I mean, honestly, even like our marriage was mostly because I was turning 26 and I had <laughs> <health> insurance. <laughs> now the government does that for you if you get married. So like, yeah. it's one of those things that doesn't matter to us. I remember you, uh, when I found out you were married, uh, we were having a store meeting and at the end, you know, everyone's just chit chatting or whatever. And you were like, oh yeah, Brian and I got married like a month ago. Uh, yeah, or whatever it was. <laughs> it's very casually, we're all like, what? What happened? Uh, but you know, it's, very- it's so funny because, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, two weeks before I had like accidentally said like, like to Sean Rothwell, the owner of the store, had accidentally said like me and my husband. He was like, "What'd you just say?" And I was like, "Oh, do you know me and Brian? Me and Brian were running out and doing the thing." Yeah. And like, the, I announced of that, and Sean was like, "I knew you two said <laughs> you yeah. said husband." I was like, "Okay," but yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, yeah, communication's key in any relationship, but I feel like it's super key when you're just asexual and need to like communicate (laughs) well i mean that's true in any relationship you do need to have boundaries it doesn't necessarily need to be sexual related like like hey you know i'm not doing this and that tonight like i just you know but like that's that's good for any relationship regardless if it's queer or straight or friendship or work relationship you need to be able to talk with one another um and that's that's something i've always been striving to to be better about uh because i know I usually I used to kind of really just take things in and, and uh, just kind of internalize everything. But you need to be able to talk with people, um, and I know that's a problem we've always had at the store. We need to kind of talk to each other more. But I feel like you and I have a good rapport in that regard, Becca. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I just need to remember to tell you that I ordered stuff more often. Oh yeah, we need to. There's just little things like that, but um, <laughs> that's how we're able to keep a good working relationship going. Um, but anyway, um, so last year, it was my first year to Pride since coming out, um, which was a big deal for me. And uh, I felt like really, I felt a big part of the community. I do know there's certain sex, sects of the LGBT community that kind of like are ace exclusionary because they're like, oh, they have no orientation. They don't face, they don't face the same discrimination that, I, that we do. And I'm like, kind of am right now when you're saying that. Um, but I, I think that it's a valid being a valid part of the community as well, but most people I've met are wonderful. Um, but like sexually different or gendered differently gendered people, like they're just regular people. Some people are great and some people aren't. Um, cause like, I don't get necessarily get along with every ace person I've ever met, which is mostly just the two of you. Um, cause I think the statistic, it's like a percent of a percent uh identify as asexual i don't have it on me that would have been a good bit of research to bring into this episode i knew we were going to record um but it's amazing that uh 
two of us work at the same place and I know you, Alex, as a customer from the store. Yeah. And you've since moved away, but we've stayed in touch, um, which is been, uh, yeah. Um, so, so it's kind of amazing that that happened. But I, I like to think we're a pretty welcoming environment um, for any everybody, not just you know uh, uh, LGBT plus individuals. Um, yeah, whenever I go in a store, everybody's very nice. Like I never get a hostile feel. <laughs> We very much try to be like that. And I'm not just trying to sing the praises of the store on the podcast that has the store's name in it. Um, <laughs> but no, that, that is a conscious effort we, we make. Um, and right now, as long as you wear a mask properly, uh, we won't have any problems. Um, yeah. But um, I was going to say, if there's any problems we're facing uh, with the COVID situation, but I think we might be uniquely qualified to deal with that because we kind of don't want to go out and do things to begin with. Uh, but that might just be our individual personalities uh, more than anything else. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. Is there anything else you guys wanted to uh, bring up specifically before we, I, I have a couple stories I might want to share. Um, I can't think of anything right now. Yeah. I mean, if anybody's listening and doesn't know what they are or what they're doing, like, it's always a journey and you always don't know what you are. Like there, yeah. there was a time, cause like panoramatic, like there was a time where I was just like, well, maybe I'm bisexual, but like, <laughs> yeah. Like it was just like, well, I don't want to do anything with anyone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> a type of bi, right? So, like it's, where... it's one of those things you learn. You do. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, no, you know, like you, you feel if you learn. Yeah. Knowing yourself is like the hardest thing in the world. Like it's always, I'm always, always kind of rediscovering different things about myself um i remember when i was first kind of starting to play with the idea of being ace i remember thinking like it's possible to be bi but half straight half ace and uh, which i guess we should mention people usually refer to asexuals for sh as ace for shorthand so there's lots of fun like ace of spade shirts and things um but i was like is that a thing am i just making this up but i was really confused about that and didn't have nowhere to turn to talk to um but, you know, there's lots of great, like, uh, subreddits and stuff on Reddit of people you can talk to. Most people really want to help you. Um, if you happen to drop us a, uh, an email about this or come to the store and ask me about it, I'd be, as long as we're not super busy, I'd be happy to talk to you about it. Um, I don't want to speak for you, Becca, if someone wants to talk to you about it. But um, after our, uh, our Pride Month episode in June, because, um, you know, I, we talked about queer representation in the media and I told my BoJack Horseman story. Um, I've, I've had a couple customers come in that listen to the show, which thank you for listening. I assume nobody does. Um, but uh, come in, I was like, oh, you know, I identify them and ask questions stuff. So that's kind of what was the impetus for uh, this episode and potentially doing uh, a, a series based on that. We'll see how the reception is for this. But, you know, I, I've met lots and lots of wonderful uh, uh, different queer friends of different uh, varieties and, and different persuasions. So I, I would love to, be able to chat with them um, and maybe help elucidate any questions anyone, any viewers may have at home. Um, but I, I can talk to you guys. Do you guys want to hear about the worst date I've ever had in my life? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so do you remember when uh, there was that Johnny Depp, Willy Wonka movie? Yeah. 
so I kind of had this crush on this girl in my college class. Um, and I finally, like, I, I almost never work up the nerve to talk to anybody, let alone ask them out. Um, I was like, hey, you know, let's, you know, why don't we go to this and blah, blah, blah. Just, I, I don't know why I picked that movie. I think it's because it was the only thing that was playing. Um, so anyway, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, we, we went there and, and stuff. But then she, like, invited a bunch of her friends in the middle of it. And I'm like, oh, this is really awkward and weird. And that was my worst date. <laughs> it's not as that, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that bad. But I felt really embarrassed at the time. And like really inadequate. Now I kind of look back and it's funny. I don't mind sharing it with the internet. Um, but like I said, most of my relationships kind of peter out after a little bit. Or like really just kind of morph just into friendships and then just kind of stay there, which is fine. Um, like I said, I, I get what I'm looking for. I would, I get my relationship fulfillment, I think, out of the friendships that I have. Um, it's like I really don't feel like there's a void in my life now. I used to when I thought that like I by this because I'm 35 this year and like I'm not married or nothing, um, so I would have felt like I was a failure if I didn't come to this realization uh, with myself. But since I have like that's been such a non-concern for me that I, I've like yeah I, I don't need it, you know. Um, yeah, no, a lot of dates I went on were dates only in the fact that the other person thought it was and I did not ever realize that it was like I don't, I don't think I've ever been on a technical official date just because like yeah I'm oblivious of most of the time which I think is just a general stuff sometime like general like not even just being ace like just a general thing that a lot of people have trouble with but I'm very oblivious <laughs> same <laughs> yeah I've had lots of instances uh where people were like oh my friend was flirting with you or that chick was doing this that and the other I'm like what why <laughs> um <laughs> uh but that, that, that's been most of my experiences with people I, I generally like to keep to a smaller circle but I've since been able to come out of my shell a lot more and I've been able to enjoy uh I don't know man just life just feels better like once I got to know this part of myself you know and I, I hope that maybe this episode helps someone else feel the same way. Yeah, like um, the best uh, I can relate with the oblivious thing because like, uh, I've been on dates that I, I didn't know was going to be that. This is pretty much, um, I was hanging out with this dude, mm-hmm. uh, unknown from high school. And this is before I thought I was ace or whatever. I just never really was interested in going out. And um, this guy, he invites me over to his house. And I know him from our friend group. So I went over to his house. We watched a whole bunch of anime crap. And then I would come to his house like maybe every weekend. And we would watch um, like Pink Floyd uh, movie and like, he, and then I, we would go to, like, um, like dinner, and he would pay for food. I'm like, oh, you don't have to pay for food. And he's like, no, it's fine. I got it. I'm like, and, like, he would, I never thought he, it was a date that we were doing because he kept on paying for the food. And then eventually, like, I paid for one of the foods. And so um, my mom would hate, hate me going over because, like, it would be, like, too I. 2 a.m. I would go home and um so then uh 
what was it like he was he was moving to the Poconos and I was like oh I didn't know and he's like yeah blah 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 you know he's he went off to go there and before he left he's like hey I want you to have my swords <laughs> and I'm like you want me you sure you want me to get, um, you to give me the, these swords and stuff. There was like the bleach one, the huge ass thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know where to put it. And then I had this other one. And um, so I gave a huge one to uh, Luna. I don't know if you remember her, but uh, oh, I know her, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why I gave it to her. Her room's smaller than mine. <laughs> and, um, but. So before I left, my friend came to pick me up from his last day being in New Jersey. And um, he bites my shoulder. And I'm just like, did he just bite me? Mm-hmm. I'm like, who the hell bites people? I'm like, and I'm just screaming at my friend, uh, Katina. I'm like, yo, he just bit me. What the so I go into the car with the swords and stuff apparently that was a sexual thing she was trying to tell me that i'm like nah i don't know much about sex but that doesn't sound right (laughs) you don't do that i'm like who bites people i'm like so dude um goes to poconos and i start hanging out with the friend group that he was a part of and they all tell me that he was trying to uh, get a girlfriend before he moved which is weird mm-hmm. and um, I'm like oh yeah and they're like yeah we were trying to get him to hook up with you and I'm like why and he's like well you both like anime and he likes big boobs and you got big boobs and I'm like why why and I was like for one thing I wasn't digging him in that way anyway Yeah. but it was just like it went over my head like <laughs> hardcore. This is a situation where uh, if you guys were honest with your intentions, you could have avoided a lot of wasted time. Yeah. That is one thing that's then, nice is date now that I know that I'm ace. Like I don't have to waste my time with bad dates just to be like, oh yeah, I don't want to have sex with you at the end of it. Um, <laughs> not that I usually get to that point where women want to, but this isn't a pity party for me and I don't really give a shit anymore. Um, yeah, no, that sucks. But at least you were in high school, so that was a million years ago, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, don't say a million years. I know I'm old. I'm, I'm <laughs> older than, than you two, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Listen, once you turn... want to think about it. Yeah, well, Becca, you're coming up on the big 3-0 soon, right? Uh, yeah, because I'm at the end of this year, I'm 29, so next year. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now I can't uh, repost those, uh, what's it called? Those yeah. memes or stuff. And it's like in my uh, 20s and my back hurts. And like, I mean, I had that problem. In my, <laughs> so, oh, God. Once I turned 30, everything started falling apart. My knees are like creaking and cracking all the time. It hurts so bad. Um, Same. <laughs> uh, but that's from playing sports and stuff with not the proper equipment and not eating and exercising properly. <laughs> Um, like, like I said, yeah, I've got yeah. a million more problems uh, outside of now that I know from what being I am. a jock. Is that what you're saying? You're like, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't use the word jock. Um, 
but you know, you're a young man, you get a lot of testosterone pumping in you and you know, that's just how you have to exercise and, and rough house and stuff. Again, I wasn't having sex, so I needed to get that energy out somehow. Um, but yeah, so I don't know if there's like, like I said, I can think of like precious few bits of ace representation just in general. Um, I, there's, there's Jughead from Archie, which is whatever. Like he does, they don't even have books anymore. Um, there's Bojack Horseman, uh, Todd from Bojack Horseman, which is over. And like after that, there's like nothing. I guess SpongeBob technically counts, but Sponge is actually. But Sponge is came really, out as gay. Yeah. Yeah. No, Brent, Jason Hillenberg, whoever came up said is the who's past has always said that he's asexual. But I think that's a joke about real sponges reproducing asexually. Uh, yeah, that's great. Um, but you know, whatever. Rob can be whoever he wants. He's got square pants, so I don't think there's any real analogous uh, thing for that. <laughs> well, uh, like, uh, what's it called? Tim Gunn came out as asexual. Oh, did he? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yes, and I love him. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I didn't know um, that one. Yeah. I, I don't pay attention to news uh, because it's all bad all the time. Um, <laughs> but no, that's cool. I, I didn't know that. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. No, sorry. I'm thinking James Gunn. No, I, I did remember hearing Tim Gunn came out as, as Ace, which is funny because I always thought he was gay. Yeah, like he's gone out with men or he – I think he had a husband or a boyfriend and then like they broke up with him because um, they they were – he said that they were tired of waiting. Gotcha. That makes that sense then. Stuff. Yeah. No, and but I remember, just, I do remember hearing about that. I remember being really surprised because I thought he was gay. It's, and I think that's, and this is probably a bit of a generational thing, but because he was so into the fashion shows that I was like, oh yeah, he's just gay. That's fine. Like I didn't care. Yeah. But I guess they fit that stereotype. So my brain just auto-completed. Like I said, everyone's got to work on improving themselves all the time. Um, but yeah, like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I would love more uh, representation, but I'm not sure what kind of form that would take. But I'm, I am really glad to just see a lot more queer representation in general. I've been rewatching Shit's Creek uh, this past week. And uh, uh, the one character, there, there's a gay relationship in it, and it's so adorable. And I just watched it last night, and I cried the episode where the one guy comes out to his parents. Um, and I'm like, oh, man. Because he's like, he's afraid that, it's going to change their relationship and they're not going to, not going to love them the same way. But like due to classic bungling, um, they found out by accident earlier that he's in a, a, a gay relationship and they were like nervous that they, he was going to be too afraid to tell them. Oh, it was so cute. Uh, it's such <laughs> a good show. I love that show. It's also funny. Um, I've been watching, watching that too. Yeah. It's, it's a good show. I love Alexis in it. She's my favorite character. Like, <laughs> Um, but that's because I've said in past episodes, I, I really like very character driven stuff and she has a really strong character arc throughout the series. Um, but you know, um, I, what's I would the love dad's name. Like that. Yeah. Um, Eugene Levy. Uh, is I, I love him. Yeah. I'm like, I love his huge eyebrows mm-hmm. and I remember seeing him in, uh, what's called, uh, dog show. Oh, best in show. Two left feet. Yeah. Best, best in show, show yeah. best in show is great. Um, uh, but yeah, no, even back speaking of Eugene Levy, because he was in American Pie, which was a big raunchy sex yeah. comedy when I was a teenager that like everyone had to watch. And I remember being like, 
he can't control himself. He has to have sex with a pie. Like there was a yeah. lot of things like that growing up that I'm like, I just don't get this. But like everyone else in the world seems to. That once I started looking back on my life with this new piece of information, I'm like, oh, all of this makes so much more sense retroactively. And then I kind of had to go through the part of my stages of coming out. I came out to my work family first. Uh, and then I started kind of coming out to friends and stuff a little bit at a time. Um, and then had to go through like the text parade of past people I've been in relationships with and be like, hey, just thought you should know. This kind of explains how a lot of things happened. Um, and everyone was really supportive and, and, and happy. Um, but that was kind of a, an embarrassing little parade I had to do for myself <laughs> uh, when I came to the relationship part of it. But everyone I know, because I generally have learned to avoid toxic people, when I came out, was very supportive. And it's been, it's, it's been wonderful. Uh, I, I've been very happy um, with the response people have. Like I said, it's just like a, it's like a weird weight off your shoulders, you know, once you, once you kind of come out like gay, straight, whatever. Um, I don't know. It's, it's like, you can start like being yourself. You're not always putting on this act because I would always put on an act and I don't think people really bought it that, you know, was, was sexually active and stuff. Not that I haven't been in the past, but that's how you know that, like, Hey, I just thought I had intimacy issues. Uh, but that was not the case. Um, but yeah, again, I don't want to go into too much detail on that stuff. I don't want to agree. I still want you guys to be my friends after the podcast. Sorry, <laughs> um, like... blocked. That's all good. <laughs> but, um, like, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things, like, I think for, for women, or at least people who, like, you know, identify as women, like, generally media, like, you know, like, American Pie, like, that's very much a male, like, it, it, all the media is pretty much very male-heavy and having that libido and that heavy, like, need to have sex, whereas women just don't. So it's not something you see immediate. Like at most, you get like, like you know, chick flick esque. Like, oh, I have a crush on that guy, and you know, I really want to date him and kiss him. Like, that's pretty much like the most you get. So like, when you don't have anything, or you don't have a crush. You're just yeah, you like you're like wow, nobody here is good enough for me to have a crush on. Like, yeah, you just yeah. don't think anything of it until later, and you're like, oh, oh, okay, everybody did have that. It's just not something that's talked about. Oh, it's one of those things where it's like you're either a prude or you're a slut kind of thing. Like yeah. if no you're between. you know, like if you're not digging anybody, oh you're just being a prude, too picky yeah. or something. It's just like I never really stood understood the thing when people like complain your standards are too high. I'm like, why shouldn't they be? Yeah. Why shouldn't I beef with someone that like makes me happy and isn't like a disgusting animal? <laughs> Uh, not that those were the kinds of people I was dating. Uh, if they're having getting called out here, yeah, but like, <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> but you know what I mean, like, because I, I, I've heard, I've heard that you know, when people talk about that stuff all the time, I was like, oh, you should like settle or whatever. I'm like, why? It's your life. Yeah. You know, just society wants you to procreate, and like, I kind of don't want kids. Like, yeah, my brother can give me nieces and nephews, and like, whatever, that's fun. I can play with them and then just give them back. Yeah. <laughs> get that out of my system um but yeah so i don't know i mean do you guys ever see yourselves like having like a family at some point even if it's not like a biological one um i uh used to because i thought that's what you're supposed to do like i i grew up really thinking like 
I was supposed to grow up very girly. I was supposed to, like, I wanted to dress up like um, the yellow Power Ranger, but um, I have to wear the pink outfit because I'm a girl. Mm -hmm. And, like, then not not comparing, like, my hair right now. Okay, I like Zarya. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, like, there were certain things that I thought I had to do, just, like, I had to have a family or something. And um, I felt like around high school, because so many people got with so many people that I thought maybe I missed the boat, that I was just kind of, like, afraid of people at this point. And um, then... I realized after a while, I'm like, you know, like I'll hear some people talking at um, my old work, talking about like, you know, do I have kids? Um, do like, I want kids? And I'm like, no, I don't really want to. And if I do, I probably would want um, to adopt them because there's so many kids that need families. And have you ever seen a woman give birth Oh my God, that <laughs> looked horrific. I was like, ooh, ooh. I always ask every pregnant woman, so I'm like, did you do the needle and stuff? Because it just seems like a horror show. Um, so I was like, even now, if I get older, um, if I want kids, I'm already to adopt. And if I don't want kids, I have a nephew and I will become a rich aunt that will leave my will to my nephew and the only requirement is to take care of my um parrot that will live to 80 and it must die of old age not mysterious consequences it's going to be a will it's going to be this whole thing is, is it going to have like a guard that makes sure that like it comes in and checks in every once in a while to make sure it's being taken care of properly got a doctor on retainer all okay. that stuff <laughs> and the parrot screams at like, I don't know, six in the morning and it's all curse words and slight codes to see if I left a treasure in somewhere in my <laughs> estate. Like I got this whole thing la laid out. I'm ready for this. Yeah. It's going to be like that. Plan A, B, and C. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like that one case in, the, in Ace Attorney where they have to, uh, one of the, the witnesses is a parrot. They have to figure out what the right trigger words are for it to say stuff. <laughs> um, yes. <sighs> that game's great. Anyway. But yeah, no, <laughs> Phoenix adopted a kid. That's where he has a daughter. That's where his daughter comes from. Um, so, you know, that's a, val a, a valid thing. Um, and, you know, don't have kids. Whatever. The world's on fire. You know, yeah, I have, I have no desire to have kids at all. Like, ever. Yeah. Or even, like, adopting is obviously a better option, but I just... I, I don't like people in general and children yeah. are small people yeah. <laughs> and, and their hands are always grow sticky. up and become yeah. human <laughs> yeah, i know yeah and then they become people Ugh. then i have to pay money for them to do things like i can't pay money for me to do things yeah um yeah well yeah, you've like, got you've got siblings they can take care of that part of it for you yeah you know like whatever i'll just die old and alone it's fine like what do they, you know what do you need <laughs> other than like pizza yeah we come into this world alone we're gonna leave it alone it's so funny because that's what my pop-up said to me like when I was 13 right after he told me how long my dog will live <laughs> we all die alone your dog has five years to live <laughs> yeah. okay. thanks papa 
it sounds so much morbid than like it is like everybody will listen and be like oh dying alone that's horrible and I'm like well you kind of do anyway I yeah. mean unless you and your partner are in a car crash together or it's something a, a plane with a bunch of people but otherwise yeah it's not like <laughs> or it's a murder suicide situation or a Romeo and Juliet let's say where we both take poison <laughs> um yeah but you're still missing that there's that gap in between you're at least five minutes apart <laughs> yeah no, yeah, because yeah, you're never going to get the right dosage that'll right. Where you just, it's the same at the same time, you know. It's 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 impossible. Maybe if it's two like doctors that have really weird goals, uh, they could probably figure that out. But yeah, no, doctor can work in. There you, know you go. It's, it's whatever. It's not how you die. It's how you live. So yeah, just, yeah. Fill you live your best life. I hate that expression, but it's true. Like you know, as long as you're not making other people's lives worse make do what makes you happy you know well if it's about making people's lives worse and that makes you happy no then you shouldn't then you don't deserve happiness at that point <laughs> but that that's my simple life philosophy uh <laughs> that one doesn't <laughs> well i've always lived by the bill and ted uh, mantra you know just be excellent to each other that's all you uh, need, yeah. you know if you can do if everyone does that this world would be fine um but yeah, so I think we pretty thoroughly covered our. I mean, I feel I feel pretty thoroughly exposed now uh, for the world to see. I don't know about you guys. Um, I will definitely have you back on for probably more fun episodes uh, where we can talk about comic books and video games and movies and that stuff that we like. Um, yeah. I, I know that this, these episodes are going to be a little bit more on the serious side, which is why I'm trying to sandwich it. Uh, the last episode we talked about Back to the Future. I think we're talking about Nintendo Entertainment System after this, um, just to you know keep it light and fun. And then, but after that, we're going to talk about minorities in comic books. So that's going to be fun. <laughs> um, and then we're going to have a whole month of horror-related stuff for October. I'm very excited for that. Ooh, it's um, coming too quick. I know, man, dude. It's we're already two weeks into October into September, and Jesus, it was, it, it was just March. I know. <laughs> Well, to be fair, this year, like, time has lost all meaning. I barely understand what day it is at any given point. Um, so, yeah, before we know, it'll be 2021. Or the, someone else will have a gender reveal party and burn down our, our house. Oh, my God. What do they put in that stuff, man? All right. Like... All right. Since this is, this, is one of our, this is one of the gay themed episodes, what's the deal with straight people? <laughs> yeah, gender's like, a little weird. Yeah, the, well, the gender reveal party like trend in general, I don't get. It's like you got to be bigger and more elaborate that it's a boy, but then you know it might not actually be a boy, and they might grow up to be a girl or something. Like, I don't know why put so much emphasis on that. It could have just been a group text message to your family, or just you know, hey, here's pictures. I had a son, and just post it on Facebook. As like I was saying to him. Um some of my friends they are like trans and stuff and they're like that's what you get for uh gender pushing your gender on your baby before it's born or something yeah. like that well, I, but I, it's just like oh that's kind of dark isn't it yeah it's really dark i've known some trans people <laughs> that have had their own gender reveal parties later in life uh when they realized they were trans i think i'm i think the next episode of q and gay is going to be about um trans and genderqueer uh uh issues um, I know quite a few people that fall into those categories and I personally have had a difficult time navigating that 
just because I never know when and where to use the right pronouns or to bring up like, hey, what do you want me to call you? Uh, stuff like that. So I, I think that'll be a good episode to, to follow this one up on. But that's not going to be until after October because that's all going to be horror themed. We're Halloween wall to wall. I'm very much looking forward to that. It's one of my favorite times of year for this kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I, I feel like I've, if you guys have anything else you want to add to the table before we split, I think we'll, we'll start wrapping this episode up. Um, so like, uh, there is a website that's really good for, um, specifying what, uh, gender or not gender, um, sexualities and all that. It's called the Trevor program. It's on a website and it tells you all information about sexuality and, uh, it's really helpful. They always have, um, like, I don't remember Philadelphia having it at their pride, but I remember seeing a lot of it in the New York Pride Parade of them all holding uh, the Trevor Pre- Project. That's the thing where it's like a, a grid. Um, so it's kind of like the political alignment thing where it's like one side's like heterosexual and, and homosexual, one side's like pan and then ace, and then you kind of figure out, if oh, out where you go. Is that what the it thing is? With this thing. Yeah. I don't remember what the logo is, but I, I've been on the website. It's pretty cool. So yeah, I, yeah. I didn't do that. I just did the old fashioned. I got to talk to people. Oh yeah. Thing. Um, so I, that's what I'm I did. Research. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, again, I'm used to the pre-internet age. Uh, <laughs> I'm used to pre like even gay people being kind of shown on TV age. Um, the most I remember seeing was like the Seinfeld where they thought jerry and george were gay not that there's anything wrong with that that episode Um, i love that one (laughs) i mean it's great but like that was kind of the most that i had ever seen as a kid Um, not saying that people these days have it easier but there are it's it's easier to get to resources to help you out oh yeah Um, not just like comedy (laughs) But, but like as an older person like being able to help lay that foundation for people that's part of, you know, that, that's, that's a gift you can give uh, somebody else and, yeah. and generations to come. That's easier to kind of talk, come out and talk about things. Um, how about you, Beck? Anything else you want to, uh, any last minute stuff you want to add before we get, before we go? Yeah, I know the, uh, the Trevor Project's really good. I think, funny enough, Planned Parenthood has some information on this stuff, too, if you're looking for a bit more, like, I don't know I, who looks at Planned Parenthood for anything other than like weird sex stuff, but like yeah. <laughs> slightly less uh, alarming stuff. But yeah, uh, there's plenty of resources online. Uh, there's plenty of stuff. There's plenty of communities. Like I'm sure the Reddits are great. Yeah, I, um, I subscribe to. There's several. There's ones that are just like memes and stuff. It's like <laughs> Ace with like 15 A's. Um, which all right, I guess before we go, we should talk about memes a little bit. I'm a little bit sick of hearing about cake and garlic bread. Because uh, that's like all anyone ever posts about. But some stuff's really fun. My favorite ones are like, yeah, sex is great and all, but have you like, you know, eaten like wearing un- wearing underwear straight from the dryer stuff like that? <laughs> I do. Uh, love there, there are some really funny nice ones. Out there. Uh, there's been a recent trend on the subreddits where it's like, you don't look ace, and then people like showing pictures of themselves and stuff. I don't know where that started, but like that's I don't know what you people people expect, like. Like I feel like, I feel like Ace and like Nine Baronary really get mixed up, like yeah. where it's like you want they want you to be uh, androgynous and not attractive. Yeah, I mean, 
I kind of, I mean, I'm, I'm very cis male. Like, so I wear, like when my facial hair is mostly out of laziness because, because I don't feel like cutting it all the time, <laughs> especially now that we wear masks. So you don't normally see it. If you come in and, and, and see me, just kind of see my sideburns pop out a little bit, but like, yeah, I, I like, I don't, I kind of dress just plain, like, I don't know, but I know, but I know there's tons of ace people that like get all fancified and stuff. Just like there's, there's a lot of, uh, of, of gay people that dress heteronormative for lack of a better term, traditionally straight. Like no one's, I've never seen someone outside of the context of pride walk around with like feather boas and stuff. Um, although to be fair, we live in, I live in South Jersey. So it's a little bit of a different culture around here than like, yeah. Um, but it's still sad. Like I went, you know, when I went to pride last year in Philly, there was still like, you know, the God hates gays guy, like signs and stuff. And of course the police were like giving him water and stuff. Cause that's a whole other kettle of fish. Uh, mm. <laughs> I guess, I guess the ACE community is a little bit luckier because for lack of a better, better term, we can really pass as straight. Um, I don't know. I, it's, I don't feel as persecuted as, as I'm sure a lot of other yeah. queer people will feel. Um, cause I, I definitely know, like, again, cause I'm, I'm a cis white guy. I'm feel pretty safe most of the time. So I, I, I recognize my privilege there. Um, which is why I want to have special highlight episodes where I can let uh, other people of other walks of life kind of, kind of tell their story and maybe again, pass, pass that down to the next generation, make it a little bit easier for them. Um, but thank you both so much for, for joining this for me. I know this is a little bit less of a fun topic to talk about than we usually do on this show, but I feel it's no less important. Um, but yeah, again, thank you so much for your time uh, and you know sharing your, your life with us a little bit. Um, like I said, next episode we're going to be doing, we're going to talk about some of our favorite NES games uh, and maybe some... We can't use the term hidden gems because it's been so mined, but maybe some underappreciated games uh, for the console. Um, I've been Scott, uh, my, you know, uh, Scott, and then also from the store, I have, I've had Becca and then the level up and friend part. We've had, we have Alex here, um, you know, follow us online, levelupentertainment.com. Uh, Alex, your alien pool on Instagram. On Instagram, yeah. Yeah, so we can see all your, your great cosplay stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, so until next time, uh, be safe.